the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investor, investing, and more. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220. Joining me now, Cole Stangler, staff writer for the International Business Times. Cole, tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do for the IBT. Thanks for having me on. I cover labor in the workplace for... IB Times, so looking at kind of broad trends in the labor market, um, issues related to, to workers in the workforce. Just a casual glance at CNBC and Bloomberg Television recently, and some of the financial articles that are floating around there out there, there's commentary that, you know, the employment report looks good, but the real picture, not so good with wage growth, not so good with career, the jobs that are being created are low-paying jobs, like uh, fulfillment at Amazon versus management and media. Um, you've recently written an article, and I'm kind of rambling on, so I should just be quiet and listen to you, but you've recently written an article for the International Business Times talking about this phenomenon. Uh, why did you approach this angle? I mean, there's there's a lot of optimism right now. If you listen to some policymakers, and I was on a, a call recently with Business Roundtable, which is a big corporate lobby group talking about how this is an excellent time to be in the job market. Um, things are really improving. We've turned the corner. Um, and it's true, actually, from a pure numbers perspective that, that, that that's technically correct. So we've actually replaced the jobs that we've lost since the recession five years ago, actually added some more jobs. And so most states have, have already already recovered that and added some more jobs. Um, but if you look a little deeper, and so if you just put aside the, the pure numbers, um, if you look at the, the quality of the jobs, it's pretty clear that the jobs that have come back um, tend to be in, in concentrated in low-wage sectors. And so we're talking mostly about jobs in the service sector, jobs in retail. And so kind of the, the gold standard here for, for reporting on this is the National Employment Law Project has, has looked at this question. Um, and they found that, um, um, that 78% of the jobs lost during recession were middle to high wage, um, but they only account for 57% of growth since, since then during the recovery. By contrast, about half those jobs that have come back, employment growth since the recession, are in retail and fast food, which is which is which is pretty shocking. Low-wage sectors like retail and fast food. So they've they've kind of crunched the numbers on that. But but today, I mean, it's it's obvious right now. If you're looking for jobs, if you're looking for a job, 
um, it's a lot easier to find one in, in one of these low-paying sectors. So the question is whether or not this is a, a permanent change, and that's something that, that, that people are starting to, to question in a, in a serious way, I think. So someone that I work with in radio has recently left the radio station in the San Francisco area, and he's moved to Portland, cost of living. A little bit of the go west young man, dust bowl mentality of if there's not jobs or food here, that's enough. I better go somewhere else. Yeah. Did you, did you see any of that in your reporting for this piece? So it, it is true that not all the jobs that we've seen growth in in the last few years have been low wage. It's certainly not true. So one bright spot, for instance, has been the tech sector, um, which is something you guys know, know very well. Yes. Um, and so if you can manage to, to, to get yourself to one of these hubs to find a job in tech um, and, and, and get lucky that way, that's, that's possible. You can, you can find a job there. At the same time, I think that it, that possibility gets overstated. And so, for instance, I was mentioning that, that call I was on last week with Business Roundtable, the corporate lobby. You know, and he said, this is an excellent time to be, to be in the job market if you've got the right skills. And so there's this idea that, that there's a mismatch of skills. Um, that if you have the right skills, you can, you can find the jobs, and, and really people need to, to be more adequately trained, that those jobs are waiting for people. And that, I think, it just, just isn't true. Um, that, that there's not enough data to really support that. There's about 18 job seekers for every 10 jobs that are available right now. Um, and, and, and Paul Krugman has actually looked at this, looked at this question as well of, of the skills, the quote-unquote skills gap, um, and found that really if you look at education levels right now, um, unemployment doesn't really vary a whole lot among education levels, at least not, not any more than it usually does during normal economic, um, economic cycles. So... To kind of circle back around to, to your original question, to some extent, if you're lucky enough to, 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 to get a job in tech and into one of these middle to high paid sectors, you can. But for most people, it's not really an option. For most people, um, just because they're, they're skilled and seemingly can, can find these jobs, they're not there. With that said, um, is there anything else in this article that you want to highlight? Again, I'm speaking with... Um, a writer, which is kind of always fun to do, a staffer with International Business Times, um, about his recent article tied towards employment in America, which is a pretty big one. You know, employment drives the economy, economy drives the stock market. Uh, Cole Stangler, is there anything else in the article that you want to highlight? Yeah, I, th- I think the last thing I'll say is that there's this interesting debate sort of referenced in the title of the story, um, which is, are, are the good jobs coming back? And that's this question of, you know, five years you know, out of, of the recession, is this something that's a, a permanent change? And that's a really kind of depressing thought that the U.S. could be undertaking some kind of broad structural shift towards a service-based low-wage economy. And that's, that's the, the kind of really haunting question. So most mainstream economists still say that's not really the case. You just have to give it some time. But I think the longer and longer we wait since the recession, past the recession, you know, if this is still the case in the next two, three years, I think we have some really serious questions that we need to start asking ourselves about, about the future of the economy and how to get higher wages. Thanks very much. It's Cole Stangler with the International Business Times. You can find him on Twitter at Cole Stangler. That's C-O-L-E-S-T-A-N-G-L-E-R. I'll put up his content on my Facebook page, on my Twitter page. And uh, you can also find him at ibtimes.com. And ibtimes, not a website that a lot of people in the Bay Area know, but it's one of those business rags that I think are really you know necessary if you want to get perspective. It's like The Economist. It may not be the easiest read. 
it may not have the sexiest articles about Lindsay Lohan, but it is important that you um, educate yourself a little bit more than what you see on CNBC or Bloomberg. Um, that is not a good way of going. 816, 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Tony Mendez is in live in studio this morning. Tony, you've been in the Bay Area for about 10 years now. Have you seen any change in the quality of worker that we have out there or maybe the compensation? Because they're coming to you looking for a refi or looking for a loan. Has there been a dip in the middle class? Has there been I think that's kind of a hard question for me to answer because the way that the industry has changed um, in, you know, in 2005 and 6 and 7 and 8 even, I was seeing all walks of life uh, of people who were you know, working at grocery stores all the way to landscapers and, and then, you know, tech engineers and, and so on. Now I just see the W-2 employees, the ones that are making, you know, qualifying numbers. Because back then we, you didn't need to actually make enough money to qualify. You qualified because they used starter rates and they had liar loans, you know, stated income. So without those two categories, I'm not really seeing... The, the actual mix. So it's hard for me to answer that question because I'm only seeing qualified borrowers right now. Um, but yes, I, I've seen more um, IT people, a lot more. Um, I'm seeing a lot more people in the medical industry, okay. a lot of nurses, a lot of doctors. Um, the, yes, the new Apple iPhone 6 has a link to a Stanford cardiac. No, the iWatch is going to have a, a link to a Stanford cardiac study. It's pretty impressive. Like, um, a lot of people go, oh, who cares about that? It's going to come out with some of the biggest you know, data polls ever on people. Um, Interesting if the insurance companies get involved in that so they can kind of track what you're actually doing. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of public debate on that, and I wouldn't panic quite yet. I wouldn't be a nature. I just won't get the watch. Okay. You're one of those, I'm not going to call you a tea party guy. <laughs> no. That's such a mean thing to say. I could, I could call you like a a woman hater, and Tea Party guy is more of a stigma. I mean, it puppy. It, it it it's kind of unsettling that all I did was go on Google once, and I was shopping for a dresser, and now every single time I turn on my computer and go to a website, I see dresser ads can, all over you my can computer. Turn those, you can turn that off. No, but they're still there. I mean, they still gathered that data. Well, my ads that keep popping up are: Do I want to date women over forty? <laughs> and something about sex toys. Like, wh what's that say about me? <sighs> yeah. I do get a lot of, do you want to date women over 40 ads? I don't not quite understand that one. It's your watch. <laughs> I don't have a watch yet. <laughs> so uh, in real estate news, Zillow could lose hundreds of thousands of listings April 7th, the judge decides. Zillow and Trulia could lose a huge amount of listing data. A judge is saying the Zillow Group filed a restraining order last month against News Corp to keep List Hub listings on Trillia. News Corp owned List Hub. List Hub announced earlier this year that it would terminate its contract with Trulia 16 months early. Uh, it's wild to think about the the realtors database, the very this various database that can and can't be seen by people and the public on your on your property and or how it's marketed. The realtors they got a little bit of a racket. I'll be honest with you. We need to diffuse that a little bit. This whole 3% to buy, 3% to sell your house, um, costs need to come out of that. And it, and it will. And then when you tell or, or ask or suggest that there's other places that you can go and look for real estate, 
um, they kind of freak out. You're like, oh, you shouldn't go there. That's a bad place to go. You're going to get ripped off, or you're not going to get the best price, or something like that. The Craigslist. Yeah. Or like your neighbors and say, hey, can I buy your house one day? I'd be careful about Craigslist. Um, as of course, think, yeah, you should be careful about everything. Yeah. Especially the, the MLS. Like, <laughs> there's a, a vested interest there in what you're seeing. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Find me online at robblack.com. That's robblack.com. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.